The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Customer Appreciation Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to investigate the ROI of two simple but important words, thank you. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about how to humanize your sales and marketing efforts to build more longer-lasting and impactful relationships. Joining us today is Daniel Rodriguez, who is the head of marketing at Alice, which is both a sponsor of the MarTech podcast and a platform that takes the anti-blast and harass approach to B2B selling. Alice simplifies the time-consuming actions that drive real relationships and trusts using their B2B gifting platform that automates the process of researching a prospect's interests, writing them a card, and sending them a thoughtful hand-selective gift using AI-enhanced technology. So far this week, we've discussed why building human relationships matters and how to effectively relate to your prospects. And today we're going to discuss why the letter E for empathy is the missing letter when you're trying to spell ROI. Here's the third installment of Customer Appreciation Week with Daniel Rodriguez from Alice. Daniel, welcome back to Customer Appreciation Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Ben. Have I told you yet today how much I appreciate you? What's the real rule with repetition here? I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> there it is. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Third time's a charm. I guess three or four, and now it's starting <laughs> to feel redundant. Okay. Well, let's talk about not just appreciation, but empathy. We talked yesterday about how you need to understand who your customers are, right? To build the relationships, you have to be relatable, which means you have to know who you're going after. We talked a lot about the ways where you can find data and information about the people you're trying to prospect in an appropriate fashion. Now we're talking about empathy. Why is empathy so important? There's a lot of scientific information that would say the more empathetic that you can be. And if you're a Cialdini fan, you may have read some of his work on the behavioral psychology side, but Empathy is really the foundational building block to trust as well as reciprocity, which means you get opportunities created and get your deals over the finish line. I think there's an important thing to call out, which is the difference between empathy and apathy. Empathy, by definition, is showing the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Hey, I feel the same way you do, as opposed to, oh, I see what you're going through. That must be rough. And apathy is sort of feeling sad for someone, and empathy is sharing the feeling with someone. So while we're talking about empathy and sharing the same sentiments and understanding what someone is going through, I think there is an important line between those. 
let's talk about in a business context, how you should be empathetic to your customers. How do you get across the point that you share their feelings, that you understand what they're going through? Yeah. I mean, when we think about empathy, I think the approach really needs to then be about you. Know, it's giving first, helping first, put yourself in the shoes of your buyer, you know, like what do they actually want? And then be helpful and be giving as much as possible to accommodate that. I think the standard trope that I read a lot in sales emails that I receive and, you know, now reaches includes a lot of the first person pronoun and it's trying very hard to just, can I have 15 minutes of your time? Well, if you are at all empathetic and understanding, you'd realize that time is absolutely the most precious thing that I have. And I'm very unwilling to give it to almost anybody that I don't know. So of course not. And by using first person pronouns in the way you're interacting with me, you are clearly in take mode. You are not in give mode. So you have to understand something about the frame that somebody is in. And then you have to be able to want to go out of your way to do something for somebody else does come back to you. There is reciprocity that is created through empathy, but you also need to be able to do things unconditionally for people, knowing full well that things do come back to us as we give first. So one of the examples that I heard from somebody who is a sales coach and somebody who's been incredibly successful on the sales side, they were giving this speech and they were talking about how critically important it is to be empathetic and was asking the audience, it felt like complete non sequitur. They're like, oh, by the way, does anybody here have a great recommendation for a violin case that travels well in the overhead of an airplane? What the heck is this guy talking about? Why is he bringing this up? And he said, I have a prospect that I've been working with for several years it's a great relationship that we've developed. And she is a concert-trained violin player. And she also is so annoyed that she can't travel with her very expensive violin because she has yet to be able to find a violin case and go well in the overhead of an airplane. So I'm wondering if anybody has one of those for her. I want to be able to get this for her. This is really what we're talking about here. Empathy be a sweetheart, right? Go out of your way to try to provide value and help other people. And I think going back to our conversation yesterday, where we talked about being relatable, and most of that conversation was centered on understanding what somebody's likes and interests are. And we talked a little bit about how to get some data from social media and some other sources. Personally and professionally, phrasing things in, I want to help you solve this problem is a great way to build a relationship and show that you are on someone's side. And I think that there's probably a million examples. You know, we used one yesterday. I mentioned I'm a big Cal football fan. I have a wife, a kid, and a cat. And someone can come to me and say, hey, if I want to build a relationship with you, why don't we find a way to carve out time from making sure that your wife, cat, and child are taken care of so you can go to the game in peace? Is that a challenge you have? I think I could help you face it. Right now, you're taking the information that you've gathered about me or what I've publicly stated, and you're putting it in a way that provides value. Hey, we're going to go, you know, bring your wife and kid to a, some sort of center that lets them go have a great day, find a cat sitter and you get the day off, whatever it may be. Talk to me about other ways where people can tie in what they know about someone and phrase it in an empathetic fashion. I think oftentimes 
people forget to listen. So in discovery calls, and if there's folks like BDR managers that are listening, they've probably seen this before, the technique of mirroring. So oftentimes when people are telling you something as a sales rep, what you might be trying to do is just think about, well, how can I find my time to tell you the thing about my thing? But really people that are really good at this, really talented, what they do is they actually listen and then they will repeat back what they heard. And oftentimes even using some of the last words that somebody said and repeating those exact words back to people. That is a form of, that's a powerful form of empathy. It shows that I am listening, I care. And by just repeating back what you have said, it comes across as incredibly empathetic. I'm not judging it. I'm not prescribing some solution for it. I have just validated you. And feeling validated is the result of someone being empathetic toward you. And again, this all sounds like we're doing a psychology lesson, but I would actually argue that the foundational pieces of how do you actually get pipeline created and close deals is psychology, as much as it is solving somebody's speeds and feeds that they need in a product to solve their problem. Because the reality is, there's a lot of different solutions like yours. So what are you actually doing to have your sales rep be able to create empathy with a prospect? So let me read this back to you. The process of being great in sales is very similar to what it takes to be a good podcast host. I see what you did there. Which requires active listening and then repeating back what you've heard to make sure that you're getting what somebody says. Did I get that right? I feel like you really get me, for sure. Did you see what I did there? I just did what you said. I, I should, see exactly okay. what you did there. That's honestly the secret sauce of being a good podcast host is listening and repeating people. So not only the listeners, but also the people that you're talking to understand that you're following along in the conversation. Let's swing this back to marketing and sales and the technology. You know, there are some tools that you can use to document what you're hearing to make sure that you can restate and keep reminders because you're going to be managing lots of relationships over a long period of time. Obviously, I'm doing this in real time and restating some of the things that you're saying. What are some of the tools you can use to make sure that you remember what the context of a relationship is so you can remain empathetic? If people are using a CRM well, then they have the place to go for that. Sometimes people are using their sales productivity solutions like a sales loft or outreach to be able to capture some of this information as well. Obviously, for those that use Alice, that information just gets surfaced in the flow of the sales rep. So they get to see relatable information that they can then use to be empathetic towards somebody. I also think it's a challenge that people have is to just actually house it in one place and to make it easy to find rather than just having to constantly go back and forth looking at social media profiles or a spreadsheet that they've created or in a CRM that they may or may not be religious about using. I think this is an important thing to remember that, you know, as you are scaling your outreach, and this is something that I've struggled with and am very reliant on a CRM for is in small batches, it's very easy to remember the context of a relationship and remember what your last conversation was. When you are managing a large amount of outreach, when you're managing a huge number of customers or prospects, it gets really challenging to remember where you left off. And for me, we do outreach to do sales for our sponsorship program and making sure that I understand what a company is about, 
what they're trying to accomplish from a marketing perspective and who the actual person is, I have to take notes while we're listening. And I will show people, hey, in the CRM, here's what I got down for you guys. Did I get all of this right? So I, I remember for our next relationship. You can tell people you're taking notes and you're trying to remember this. It's not a bad thing, but it's important to document this as well. For sure. So just to quickly recap, we talked about building relationships using the real acronym and you have to be relatable. You have to understand who you're targeting, find the data about them, do it in an appropriate way. Don't be creepy. And then we get into the stage about empathy, which is not just, hey, I know who you are, but I understand some of the challenges that you may be facing and I want to help you. And a lot of this is about phrasing all of your outreach and your communication to be about supporting your client and your prospect. And it's also about remembering the context of your conversations, which is where some of these CRM technologies can come into play. Daniel, any, any last words about empathy? No, I mean, I think it's about giving first and helping first. And if more than 50% of what you're saying is using the first person pronoun, you're saying I a lot and looking to take from that person rather than give from that person, you're probably not going to be as successful as you can be. Well, Daniel, I think that's good advice. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Daniel Rodriguez, the head of marketing at Alice for joining us. If you'd like more of Daniel's tips for building effective customer relationships, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how authenticity improves your conversion rates. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Daniel, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is DLRDaniel, which is D-L-R-D-A-N-I-E-L. Or you could visit his company's website, which is alice.com, A-L-Y-C-E.com. The only other thing I want to tell you about is there's a bunch of great information in our show notes. You can find contact information for our guests, a link to subscribe to our newsletter. We do a once a week newsletter and also it has links to all my social profiles. But if you're looking for them, you can contact me at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.